0: After all the rains and clouds and fog, I'm glad it's a nice morning. (coughs) But if one might remind you, this is not an entertainment, shouldn't if I may suggest make a picnic of it. We are going together consider what's happening not only in the outward world, but also what is happening within the world in which we live, the inside world, the world within our skin, the world of our thoughts, feelings, affections, like and dislike, hates and violence – we are going to go into all that also, we are going to talk about meditation, love and death, and whether it's at all possible to transform Being bombarded by various propaganda, religious propaganda, <coughs> the commercial, by the scientists, by the inundation of the Gurus from India. their nonsense, with their beliefs and all the rituals and dancing and all that business that's going on in this country. We are being bombarded on all sides. And this is not one of those bombards.
1: I'm
0: going to get on. Investigate. Consider. examine The problem that each has before it has. And to do so, We must think together, not agreeing or disagreeing, then we cease to investigate, we cease to examine freedom, we cease to, in freedom, to find out what is true in all this. So, communication implies not only a verbal understanding, but also investigating, thinking, looking together. And that's very important, to look together see together, to find out for ourselves, together, this whole problem of existence. And so it is, if you are at all serious, and these meetings are meant to be serious, and not an intellectual, Or an emotional entertainment. Because we are, we want to be entertained. Our literature, our magazines, the TV, the religious affairs, all those tend to become as they have a kind of entertainment, carnival. And I hope this won't happen here. So, we are examining together this whole problem. And therefore, it's your responsibility you are at all serious to find out to observe and to learn not from what the speaker is saying but learn by op, through observation through looking not according to our personal prejudices not according to our particular idiosyncrasy and the knowledge that we have
1: acquired,
0: because they are condition—they condition the observation. If one is caught in a network of beliefs, dogma. Personal opinion, like and dislike, then you cannot possibly observe. It seems rather pretty to talk about all these things on a lovely morning, isn't it? I wonder if you have ever considered what beauty is. What the loveliness of a tree on the mountain. The beauty of a cloud. and the shining leaves. I wonder if you ever gone into this question of what is beauty, Not the beauty of a painter, the product of a canvas. or in a marble, or in words filled which have filled museums all over the world. But when one sits under a tree like this, with clear blue sky, with those mountains at which you are looking, that snow, the line against the blue sky, I wonder if one ever considered what beauty is not intellectually, not sentimentally or romantically, which are all deny the depth of beauty. But when you do perceive that leaf in the sun, the green grass, the curving trunk, Quiet still air, including that aeroplane noise. What is beauty? Because of that we are going to talk also. Because without that, without that. Everything one cannot examine very deeply, non verbally, the problems that we have to think that I really like And as we are going to examine what is the mind that is capable of observing. How do you observe the things that you see around you? the trees and the green grass, your wife, your husband, your girl or your boy, how do you observe? How do you observe your belief in God or in Jesus or in Krishna
1: or in something or like
0: How do you observe? Or mischief makers. How do you observe all these? you observe them with your background? With your fears, with your hopes, with all the things that man has accumulated as knowledge. Do you look at all this through the screen of that which you have experienced, which you have acquired, or the image that you have built about another, or about yourself? Please, as we said this a little while ago. We are doing this together, not just merely listening to a series of words or to a, a picture that the speaker is painting. But together, we are investing what does it mean to observe, to see? If you have an image about another, obviously you're not looking at that person, you're only looking at the image you have about another. That's obvious. Therefore, you never see If you are sitting there and listening to the speaker because unfortunately he has some reputation and so on, then you are not listening, observing, merely be concerned with the reputation that one has, or someone else has said about the person. aware that you have these images, descriptions, words, a network of reactions in which you're caught and therefore prevents you from looking. Important as your reaction to the world, so that one can observe. And can one observe without any image? Image being that which you have gathered or which you have built without another. So they can actually see. Because we are going to ask the first presently whether knowledge has any place in the transformation of the human mind and heart. And so his society. it needs to be changed, fundamentally, because the present society in which we live is immoral. And whether knowledge can transform man's relationship to man and, therefore, society, and that implies can you observe your relationship with another, Our distant, our close, our intimate, our foreign? Can you observe that relationship without any image, picture, memory, remember? in ourselves a fundamental change. all that immense knowledge, in every field of life, in the world of art, in the world of science, in the world of technology, in the world of our own relationship, whether that can bring about change fundamentally, psychologically, in man. With its skill, and whether knowledge can bring about or change man or is there a perception which is not which is direct and which is not related to knowledge? Are you following all this? Are you interested in all this? I hope you are That's why you are here and I am here. We have accepted knowledge as a means of transformation, as a means of change, of the human psychological structure. And we are questioning that, totally. And is there a direct perception which will transform man without all the accumulated knowledge gathered, however important it is in certain areas? Right? meeting each other? Please, do take some interest in this. Don't make this as an entertainment, as some kind of philosophy. The word philosophy means the love of truth in daily life, not some theory invented by some clever brain. And to understand this question very deeply. That is, man has accumulated knowledge in every field, immense collection and that apparently we rely on to bring about a sociological and a psychological revolution and we are saying Direct perception is the only way to bring about transformation. You understand the question? You may know what other people have said about yourself. The analysts, the psychologists, the Freudians, and so on, so on, so on. There's this vast accumulated religious knowledge as well as the modern knowledge about yourself, your behavior, your reactions, your violence, and all that as knowledge and you probably have read a great deal about all that. And we are asking whether that knowledge has transformed you, has radically changed you. The human action in daily life millennia, five thousand years violence. So, belief has no place in daily life. So, observing all this, both intellectually and actually, any serious person who is concerned, not only with his with himself but with his children, with his grandchildren, with the world as a whole. If he's at all serious, must be concerned how to bring about this deep fundamental psychological revolution, transformation in man.